Hello, welcome to Playdate. The podcast where each episode we discover a new song. <laughs> Wait. What? We were supposed to switch it up. Okay, I'll go. You go first. Okay. Welcome to the Playdate podcast. The podcast where each episode we discover a new song made and sent in by a complete stranger. <laughs> I'm Slum Magic. I'm an anonymous mass musician, electronic musician. And I'm Dream Angel, creative director, and I make pretty things. Nice. That's that's the intro. That's the intro. Welcome to the show. I think that we should talk a little bit about the show just in case anyone's new. Yeah, that's a great idea. Or talk about ourselves. Hello, I'm Slow Magic. And I'm Dream Angel. And what do we do? We, um... Well, I make music. And I make pretty things. And electronic music, and we travel, well, not now, but we usually travel and play music, and... I wear a mask. I don't wear a mask. We're married. We are married. And we love listening to music. And I think we both didn't listen to enough music before this podcast started. And now I feel like we finally can. That's the thing about like going on tour is like you listen to a lot of music, but you listen to the same songs every night. So it's been a great, you get kind of trapped. It's been a great way to discover new songs outside of our scene, I guess. It's also really nice to be on tour with someone's music you really like, because then you can hear it every night, over and over. I like that. And if you don't know their music, you learn it. And that's yeah. fun. But that's just, um, I don't know. For some reason, I feel like this is our third month doing the podcast. So I wanted to see if there's any new listeners. Um, just raise your hand if you're a new listener out there. Okay, a few. So yeah, this like we said, we listen to... Music that's sent in by people online. We don't know who they are. We actually listen without even seeing who their name is most of the time. So then we pick one and we call them, interview them. Is that about it? That's about it. But this week we have an awesome song all the way from the Netherlands. It is by Launchable Socks and it is called Take a Walk. And later this episode we'll... Listen to that song and an interview with with him and the band. And we may or may not have thought their name was Lunchable Socks, so... Yes, okay, so I honestly read it as Lunchable Socks for a few months now, or weeks at least. Yeah. <laughs> I think my head just went to where it wanted to go, Lunchables. Yeah. So if we may... We might have uh, talked about Lunchables like for... more than we needed to. Five or ten minutes, uh, but... Sorry to you, Woes. Um, 
that we read that wrong, but we were hungry. <laughs> and we didn't we didn't mean any disrespect. So we're sorry. And and it was launchable socks, not launchable socks. I think that's an important point. But first, we should talk about this week's remix. And it is N64 Remix by Jeffrey Newton Evans. He is a friend of ours, a friend of the show. Thank you so much for that amazing remix. I love it. And I like the way it sounds like you're putting a cartridge in to your Nintendo 64, I'm guessing. I had no idea what that sound was, but now I get it. And that's very cool. Yeah. And I just love that remix. So I wanted to take a moment to talk about... Well, let's let him answer some questions first. Here he is. Hey, imaginary friends and play pals. How's it going? My name's Jeff, and that was my remix. I just want to say thanks to Slow Magic and Dream Angel for featuring me on your podcast. Thank you so much. This means a lot. They asked me a few questions, and I'll be answering them here today. So first question is, uh, what have I been into recently? Um, well, we're in the middle of a pandemic, so I've been practicing social distancing and self-isolation. And to combat that, I've been playing a lot of video games, um, mostly Animal Crossing. It's it's super relaxing and it's a nice way to sort of connect with your friends online and, and hang out because you can't really do that in real life right now. I've also been playing a lot of <laughs> Doom um, and some Resident Evil 3 just to, you know, lean into the whole pandemic thing. The other question is, what was my favorite band in high school? Um, sort of tricky, I kind of flip-flopped. Justice was a big one. Honestly, the Ed Rec label was like my church, but also uh, Daft Punk were always there for me. <laughs> um, and my other favorite band in high school was the Chemical Brothers. Um, and actually they still are. Clearly I just had a big thing for music duos. So honestly, all three of those bands together have sort of formed my music taste as it is now. And just a note to end it, um, if you're in self-isolation right now, don't worry about being hyperproductive. It's okay to relax and take it easy. Just focus on taking care of yourself and the people around you. Anyway, thanks for having me on and enjoy the rest of the podcast. That is so awesome. Thank you, Jeffrey. Thank Yeah, and I wanted to take a moment to plug something that Jeffrey and I actually worked on together. Him a lot more than I did, but it's the video game called Zebra Dodge. You may have seen this last year on my, I don't know, social media, but it's an awesome mobile game that Jeffrey made and his company or I don't know, studio, Close Call Studios made it. And you can actually play as Slow Magic in the game, which is a dream come true for me um, to be able to play as myself. <laughs> no, it's just so cool to see and I actually made some music just for the game. True. And a little remix of one of my very first songs ever. Sorry, Safari is in there. So go check it out, Zebra Dodge on Android and Apple, and tell me if you beat it, because it's a little hard, and I beat it, so I feel pretty proud. Can we also do a nice shout-out to Batty? Yeah. There. Oh, my chair. <laughs> yeah, your chair's making sound. Shout-out to Batty, another friend of the show. Who's also a very good friend of Jeffrey. Yeah. They might even stay there together. So okay. to both of you guys, thank you so much. Awesome. So today I'm I'm going notes free. So I'm just going to be over here vibing and yeah, I'll let you handle all that note stuff. All right. That's fine. I'm good at this. Yeah. So <laughs> should I? I'm confused because I don't know if I want to like carry on with reading my diary or should I? You should. I think it was awesome. Let's go on with the tour diary. The tour diary. Part two. I just, so... 
We were picked up, I guess, from the city center, and we were brought to a in, venue. In Prague. In Prague. Okay. Sorry, we left. We left in Prague. We left in Prague, and we were just exploring exploring the city center. Anyways. What year is this? I don't... 2014? I think so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I remember the shirt. Yeah, yeah, I was just thinking that. All over print, okay. Yeah, so we were picked up and brought to the venue called the Meat Factory. Nice. I folded and rolled all of the merch, and we didn't actually end up selling any, but gave a few away. And then, for some reason, I wrote to myself, I think I told you about the show and everything, question mark? I do that sometimes when I'm writing things to myself. But I didn't. There was no time where I wrote anything else about this, but that's fine. Also, wait, can I talk about who we played with that night? Yes. We played with Low Roar, which is like a band, um, I think, who was based in Iceland, members from Iceland, and their music was featured in Death Stranding, the game that came out. Mm. The really, you know, the walking game. So that's crazy. They were super nice and really chill. Yes. And we all had dinner together, and it was kind of strange. Oh, not, yeah. not because of them, but like because someone of, like gave me a weird gift. I think they gave us all a weird gift that worked at the venue. Anyway, so let's move on from that. <laughs> Never go back. Okay, so now I am saying either way, we are in the airport now, waiting for our flight to Rome, which is delayed. I'm a little afraid we won't get there in time, and we have to fix the mask. Also, the festival in Bologna got canceled, so we have the day off. This is, now I start writing after the flight. Our flight to Rome was delayed for three hours just because, and the set time was moved to an earlier time. So by the time we were in the car on the way to the venue, the set time had already started. Okay, and this show, can I talk about, is with Bonobo Mm -hmm. in Rome. Yes. So in the car, we had to quickly fix the mask, which was kind of an anxiety attack. And can I just say that I have like vivid visual memories of like being in the back of the taxi basically. Yeah, it wasn't a taxi. And I remember the batteries were an issue. Yeah, it was like a mess, I feel like. I've had various versions of the mask and various versions of strapping batteries to myself. Oh yeah. While so many. Playing. Sometimes you were like plugged in, like literally, like you were plugged into an outlet. I think when our batteries broke or were confis- confiscated. <laughs> But now you can't do that. So there's no more backup of being plugged into a wall. I with could. An extension it would take eight different USB plugs, though. Imagine if you need eight different <laughs> Okay, go on. Okay, anyways. Anyways, the show went well and everyone seemed into it. The crowd was a little intense. They got so excited every time you would, like, throw or knock over your drums, which is always a good crowd, in my opinion. I love to see a rowdy crowd like Did that. Did you talk about the guy on the way there? I'm a... Oh, sorry. <laughs> The driver. Wait a second. I didn't. I'm going back. This is amazing. So either way, after a car ride, listening to the driver curse and yell in Italian, which was actually quite amusing, we got to the venue. Which was kind of like listening to someone sing, but like angrily. It was cool. And. Graceful. So as soon as we got to the stage, you just basically got out of the car and like walked on and played. Mm -hmm. And then I remember like a guy yelling at me during your set. I didn't write about that because I don't know, but I just, I remember someone was yelling at me about your time being like, do you know your time? And I was like, he knows his time. Like you always know your time. You never play over. I feel like every time you you get yelled at. There's always one person staring at me, like, you know, like making eyes at me. I'm usually on time though. So everyone out there, if you're like a stagehand or promoter or a, what's it called? Like, what's the thing called? Stage manager? Yeah. I don't remember. I'm I'm good on time. I like look at my phone. I te- and I can text you. Yeah. It goes on your Fitbit. I text with Dream Angel during my show 
Little known fact. But yeah, so, I mean, I text mostly like the lights are broken or whatever. Okay, so <laughs> when after the set, when we were walking off the stage, we were stopped by your booking agent and he had shown up as a surprise and I was in such shock um, when I was introduced. Guillaume, shout out to Guillaume. Yeah, I didn't know if like I should say and, his name for some reason. Yeah, awesome. So I had a time remembering how to say anything. I just kind of stood there being like Guillaume from all of the emails. And that's when exciting. you met him. Yeah. Yes, first time. So we stayed until the end of the set. And unlike the night before, we sold a ton of merch, mm. which was nice because we had well, because we, now we had less to carry around with us. Yeah, at that home. point, like it was just the two of us on tour. Flying every day, basically, with a duffel bag of merch as well as our suitcases and backpacks. It's yes. crazy what we did on our own, like carrying merch around like that. I mean, I'm sure other people have done it too, whatever. <laughs> so afterwards, we went to the hotel and fell asleep. And I didn't have dinner. I wrote about not having dinner and being really hypoglycemic. But afterwards, we went to the hotel and fell asleep. The hotel had no room service and the worst TV selection. When we woke up, it started pouring, so our ride to the train station was so late. When he got there, he was like, the rain made the power go out, so my car was stuck in the garage, which I guess makes sense. Wait, I remember the hotel had, like, a TV on the wall, like, hanging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was weird. (laughs) And it was, like, very, like, dark colors, like a, maybe, like, a government. It felt so government. Building. (laughs) Yeah. With, like, a judge. I don't know. So then we finally got to the train station, and we were so confused about which platform our train would be leaving from. So I decided to just go up and ask a few workers. I showed them, they looked, and then they all started yelling in Italian for us to run after a train that was slowly leaving the platform. We got on a train to Bologna a few hours later. Nice. Wow, I remember so many vivid little things from that. So glad you wrote that down. Like I know, me too. I was actually just going through so going through all my stuff right now. So but I found our like tour schedule from two thousand was it 14? I think it was 15 or maybe 16. Okay, but like... No, 15. 15. We were traveling way too much, like going from Europe for a few shows, felt like back to the US for a few shows, back to Europe for a few shows, but like within a week each time. And it was like, basically so much happens and it's cool that you wrote down stuff because it's like hard to remember all those details. I know. So good job. I need to find all of... I like to like take hotel pads and I like write down notes, usually when I'm mad. So I have a lot of like angry stuff. Well, that'll be for next episode. Or maybe never. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Thanks for sharing your tour diary with us. And speaking of tour diaries. Yes. We just released a video on YouTube that's video diary of our old tour journeys around this same time. Yeah. So if you go to, honestly, I think my YouTube is slash slow magic official or something. I just realized today. Just search slow magic on YouTube. It'll come up. And while you're there, check out all the other videos that we've been making and putting up. We've put up a lot recently, and it's been fun, so. Yeah, it's been awesome. And also, I've released a new song. You heard about it last week. It's still out there. It's still online. It's called Home. Please check it out and give it a listen. Yes. (laughs) Give it a like and a subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And, like, press that little (laughs) bell so you get notifications. Yeah, press that bell on my song. But yeah, yeah. that's um, that's our plug. So, but yeah, how have you been this week? I have been. Sorry, this chair is just loud. Yeah, both of our chairs are like. <laughs> Anyways, I have been all 
right, a little stressed about things, but you know, I've been doing all right. How about you? Doing well. I think same to me, but we've been having a lot of fun, like just playing video games, like Animal Crossing. Okay, we've been playing one video game. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we did play that party game, Jackbox, with our Discord. Yes. It was fun. We did this Pictionary thing, and that's been fun because it's like being social inside is good. It's very good. So if you're hearing this and you like live separately from your parents, like just video chat them and do like normal things while video chatting. It's really good for your mind and soul and heart. Happiness. Happiness is the word. But yeah, um, yeah, we're just hanging in there. And I hope everyone out there is hanging in too. So now it's time for something I'm just going to make up right now. I think that we should all take a deep breath together. All right. Are you into this idea? Yeah. Okay. So you count. But then how do I do it? I don't know. Okay, so Maybe ready? Maybe you can guide it, and I'll do the breathing. Okay. You are going to take a... Okay, so just follow me. Ready? Yeah. You are going to breathe in for seven seconds. So, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven... You are going to hold it for four. One, two, three, four. Now you're going to exhale for eight seconds. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Wow, I, I just got too much air at the beginning. See, I don't know if I got that in the right order, but... um. No, that was good. I feel like the talking added seconds, but that was nice. I feel more relaxed. Honestly, breathing is so essential. Like, well, actually breathing all the time is good. <laughs> yeah. But like actually mindfully breathing, that helps so much with like, cool. And I'm not quite sure if it's four seconds in, seven seconds hold, eight seconds but out. that's like a natural, like it calms you down, right? Yeah. Right? I can't remember. Look it up. But, you know. Uh, we weren't prepared for this, but yeah. it's a new segment called Take a Breath. And <laughs> it's going to happen every week. So keep your mouth ready or your nose for this segment. Yes. Awesome. All right. So now is the actual time that's planned, which is Mariel's fun fact. So welcome to my fun facts corner. Yay. And this is the part of our podcast where I bring Slow Magic for fun facts, and he decides which one of the facts that I found on the internet are his favorite. And it's also the most famous segment of our podcast ever. Ever. The most people are raving about it. So if you have fun facts, please tweet them at us or DM us on Instagram and let me know your fun facts. And I might just say them on here. At PlaydatePod. Yes. So my first fun fact is about Russia. In Russia's southern republic of Dagestan, nestled amid the rolling hills of a mountain range, There is a tiny, largely secluded village where every physically able citizen can walk a tightrope. Whoa. And tightrope walking has been the tradition for over 100 years. And if you Google this tightrope walking Dagestan, or honestly just tightrope walking village, you can see videos and documentaries. It's pretty crazy and... like That's awesome. Some people, like, sit on each other's, like, shoulders and tightrope walk. And I saw someone on, like, a... Like a motorcycle type thing or a dirt bike or something. What? I know, it's crazy. <laughs> wow. How many people live there? Like a lot? 
I don't know. I didn't look up the population. Um, well, I mean, however many it is, that sounds like crazy. <laughs> right? Like, I just wasn't. No one ever taught me that skill, so I don't think I could live there. I want to go. I know, right? Check it out. I couldn't do that, though. I couldn't either. Maybe a unicycle. You could unicycle on it, but you couldn't type just walk. Mm-hmm. You're very talented. <laughs> and my next one is the inventor of Vaseline ate a spoonful of it every single day. What? <laughs> yes. And? <laughs> That's all. Did they die? Yeah, very oily insides. Is it edible? I don't think so. Maybe. But honestly, I think it is if the person who made it is eating it. Of course it's but edible. But maybe it was just like... To prove that it worked? I don't know. Like That's so crazy. I might try that. Yeah, there's this, like a really old jar of it in our... Um, okay. Yeah. So he died at 96, to be honest, and... So it works. It's he be- good. He honestly, it says he believed in it so much that he ate a spoonful of it every day. Okay. I'm, I'm guessing it's kind of like coconut oil. Like, people eat spoonfuls of that, and it's like... I mean, I believe in a lot of things that, but I wouldn't eat, like, music. I don't know, like... You wouldn't eat music? I guess, um, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. I consume music, yeah. Okay, I get it. My next fact is that a 2012 study investigating memory concluded that memory is like the telephone game. When you remember something, you're not actually recalling the original event. Instead, mm. you're remembering what you remembered from your last recall of this memory. Yeah, I feel like I've heard about this because, you know, like with, like, true crime and stuff, they talk about, like, how even just because, like, witnesses will have, like, memories of things that aren't accurate because, I don't know, I feel like I've heard a little bit about this, but... That's crazy that no memories are accurate. <laughs> Plus, like, I <laughs> Completely. feel like memories, if you have a memory and then someone tells you their account of a memory, it kind of changes it. Like, one thing that I really love to do is ask, I like to ask my brother, like, what his memory of something from my childhood, like, like, how he remembers it. Yeah. If you have a sibling, ask them about a specific event from your childhood that you both experienced and, like, see how completely different their take on it is because I feel... Like, it really changes how you remember that event, you know? Yeah. No, totally. Also, do you... This might be unrelated, but have you ever <laughs> had a friend who, like, um, you... Maybe there's a joke or something, and, like, they were convinced that they made it up when you actually made it up? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, maybe one of the people actually made it up and the other thought they did. What if you were the one who thought that they did? It's possible, but that's happened to me so many times. <laughs> like you're like <laughs> I'm the owner of this joke. Honestly, maybe I just uh, remember differently. You know, like yeah, no, I'm I surprised this never happened to you because people copy you all the time. I feel like what happens happened to me more is like I will say something. Oh and my then god! Someone like, will repeat it right after. <laughs> yeah, or like when you're like, oh. Telling something about yourself and then someone who wasn't there is like, no, it happened like this. And you're like, like, you know, like you have friends who are so convinced that they're always right, that they're like, your birthday was this day. And you're like, I'm pretty sure my birthday wasn't that. And they're like, I think I know when your birthday <laughs> yeah. is. It's like that. I don't like that. <laughs> so, okay. That was- so here is our, my final fact. And it is that infantry... Sounds like infant, as typically in ancient times, an army's infantry consisted of soldiers too young or too inexperienced to ride a horse and be part of the cavalry. Oh, my. How young? Were they babies? I'm assuming they were babies. 
That's Little not baby. right. <laughs> babies should not be troops. <laughs> that That's was, my official that position. That was like the cutest sounding thing ever. Babies should not be troops. I think that we all can agree. Oh, yeah, definitely. Bad. Bad. But like maybe they were like teenagers. Either way, teenagers they should still not are. be troops, really, if you think about it. I guess so. I mean, who's to say? Honestly, true. Who is to say? I'm thinking of like a 14-year-old, not like an 18-year-old. Yeah. But that's besides the point. Because the real point is... Which respect one? our babies. Respect our babies. That's so cute. So... Okay. Which one was your favorite? Can we recap for the listeners? Yes. The first one is about tightrope walkers in Russia. Let's just do like two-word summary. Tightrope. Oh, wait. That's... Russian tightrope. Okay. <laughs> Three, Three words. So the next one is Vaseline Eater. Cool. Then one after that is Telephone Memory. Mm-hmm. And then the one after that is Baby Troops. Okay. My favorite is the Russian tightropers. <laughs> I feel you. And but I, I kind of like the Vaseline, but go on. Sorry. Yeah. No, they're all good. The saddest is the Memory one or maybe the Baby Troops. <laughs> I think that one seems saddest to me. But... Oh, sure, true. Okay. But the winner from my, I like the... Town in Russia. Yeah, that's cool. Like, Yay. I don't know if there's any... If you know of any American towns that all have, like, everybody there has a particular talent, can you, like, just let us know? Because I think that's very intriguing. A whole town be good at something? That's crazy. So, good facts. Thanks for bringing those to the table. I'd love to. That's the table. So, so speaking of tables, what is one thing you've been into this week? I've been into The weekend's new album, After Hours. There's some songs in it on it that I just really love, and I cannot remember the names of them because honestly, you always play the music in our apartment, and so I just I don't know. I know the one that you're really into. What is it? Save Your Tears. Oh, I love it. That one's good. I like this album too. I've honestly, I don't know. I maybe I didn't expect to like almost a whole weekend album for whatever reason. Maybe just because I feel like pop music albums aren't always my favorite from front to back. Or like lyrically, sometimes he's kind of unrelatable quite often. Yeah, sometimes he sings about things that aren't very, nah, I don't know. <laughs> They're just not cool. But he talks about having sex with a lot of people, and that's not always fun to listen about. <laughs> or like relatable, in my opinion. True. For me, at least. Exactly, for me too. So. But no, it's, it's can I talk about it too? Because it's something I've been into. Yeah, of course. No, we've been listening to it while we cook, which is when we listen to music, I guess. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the first like five songs are solid, all in one to go together. <laughs> also, One O Tricks Point Never, I think, wrote and maybe produced on it. It's just crazy. Mm-hmm. What do you think about it? I'm sorry, I'm taking over. No, I, I totally agree. It's like, I love finding albums where you're like, oh my God, I like this song and this song and this song. And then there's like some songs that are a little bit too 80s for my personal taste. But I'm sure if you're really into 80s style music, you would really like them. Or maybe not. I don't know. But then, yeah, I really like it. So My favorite song on that album right now is Hardest to Love. It's so good. That is really good. There's like some solid songs on there. But my favorite thing this week. Yeah, what have you been into? Wasn't that, although that's been good. But mine is a song and it's music too. And it's by the Radio Depth which is a band that you introduced me to. I had slept on them, Hong Shu, I was sleeping. <laughs> but their new song called You Fear the Wrong Thing, 
uh, you feel <laughs> you fear the wrong thing, baby. I think it's called. It's so good. There's, it is really, really good. They've been putting out like singles periodically. Um, I know they had like a big issue with their former label, but they've been putting out these songs that are so like kind of like their old sound and new. It's just amazing. It makes you feel really like happy. You know, it's like yes. For me, I have a lot of nostalgia tied with that band. So when I hear the songs, I'm like, this is so nice. But same for me. I mean, I've listened to them less time, but it's so nostalgic. And I feel like you have like nostalgic memories tied to them. Yeah, though, for I, sure. I listened to one of their their albums on one a of their... full tour. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's just so good and it gives me life in this time. And yeah, music is good. And honestly, when you tie like a piece of string, string. <laughs> <laughs> When you tie like an album or a song to a tour, I think it's like the most crazy thing ever. It's memory true. wise. I like, mean, you could say that about more than just music. I know, tour, but I'm just like, going off of my personal things. But like a, a, a road trip or something too, like from yeah, vacation. Like if let's say you're like traveling and you only have like one thing downloaded and you're forced to listen to it over and over and over and over again. That is. It really, like, becomes, like, a dream catcher for all of your emotions. Yeah, go listen to that album again. Or, like, for me, there's, like, albums I listened to while I was sleeping, like the Beach Boys I mentioned, or that album Fru Fru by Fru Fru. That reminds <laughs> With me. With Im- Imogen Heap. <laughs> what? Your, your mom told us okay. the story of why you got a Beach Boys album. And if you were not listening our last week, so Magic was telling us that... Why were we talking about this? Our question was, what's one piece of media last week that is made an impact on you? Yes. Something like that. You were telling us about this Beach Boys tape. Cassette. Cassette tape that your parents made for you and you'd listen to every night as a little baby boy to fall asleep. I'll read from my mom a little bit about that. So I didn't know where it had come from. So she said, 28 years ago or so, had a surprise birthday party for your dad's 35th birthday. Sorry, I just aged you, Dad. But it was a beach-themed backyard party. I asked your uncle to make me a tape of Beach Boy music, <laughs> Beach Boys music, since he had all their albums. So that's where the tape came from. And I think when you were like five, you wanted to listen to music while you went to sleep. So they gave me that cassette, and I I also listened to Charlie Brown Christmas and the mixtape of the Beach Boys. And honestly, those are like some of my favorite music still. <laughs> So that is an update on that. So awesome. Cool. Where I think <laughs> without further, is that everything? We we have to listen to this song. Yes, let's listen. I've been dying to hear it. So here it is. Launchable Socks with the song Took a Walk.
name's uh, Yost or Vos or whatever you want to call me, really. Uh, I uh, make music under the name Launchable Socks. And I'm joined on stage by my buddy and my brother, who will introduce I, themselves now. Yep, I'm the brother. I'm Lawrence. Uh, I'm also the drummer in the band. Um, and I play um, sort of um, sample, pre-recorded samples. So I, I use a popping balloon as a snare drum and a, a, a closing dishwasher as a bass drum and stuff like that. Wow, <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, and, uh, and I'm Fonz, um, and I play guitar and uh, all sorts of tiny instruments. You know, I play bass now and uh, charango and, well, not really u- ukulele yet, but who knows in the future? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. And he operates the beer bottle. Yes, I'm very skilled at playing the beer bottle. <laughs> I think you can uh, blow into it, make a note, maybe. <laughs> well, welcome to the show, you guys. <laughs> Thank you. Um, we listened to your song, Take a Walk, this week, and we love the song, and it's been playing throughout our house and while we're awesome. cooking. And awesome. yeah. Um, can I ask a question about your name? Of course. I don't know if this is just like, not related, but have you ever had Lunchables? It's like an American, like, lunch food for schools, no, like kids. I've heard of it. I think it, it rings a faint bell, but uh, I, no. <laughs> okay, I wasn't sure if it was related, just because. I no. guess then. Um, so there's no relation. Where? How did you come up with the name? Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, truth be told, uh, it. Uh, I came up with it a long, long time ago. Um, I think maybe about 12 years ago or something. When um, uh, I started uh, working in uh, Fruity Loops, and I, we would, I, my friend and my and I would always make these really dumb songs, kind of as jokes, and give them these really strange, backward names, and pretend we were like these avant-garde artists you know that nobody (laughs) really understood Mm. um and one of these tracks was called launchable socks Mm -hmm. and um but then when i started to be a little bit more serious about it all i wanted to have uh like an artist name that wasn't my own name just because i wanted to be able to open it up to like other people joining the project and stuff and i just thought it was too cool to leave so uh I chose I chose that I I didn't really I mean the song launch the the song launchable socks wasn't really a good one so I didn't care about the song but I love the title so I took that with me cool nice I think um if you do come over to the US or maybe there's a store over there you should try a launchable they're pretty awesome they're pretty disappointing <laughs> okay. to be honest they're like I mean it's like I a little I don't even know how to explain it it's like a lunch messages here <laughs> yeah i'm gonna just say they're trash it's like a lunch box <laughs> but it has like tiny pieces of food and like you always probably want more food but there's like one oreo cookie and i always got the ones with like reese's peanut butter cups but there's like oh, weird like you can make your own oh, yeah. pizza which is just like a cracker and tomato sauce and like questionable <laughs> cheese it's like a very weird american thing 
So I guess it's like one of those army rations where you get like yeah. a... <laughs> yeah. Honestly yeah. true, it's Active. like essentially that. But for kids. <laughs> kind of like an American bento box or something? Yeah, yeah. in a very janky way. Yeah, like. very like trash Great. way. I don't know. Okay, Great, I mean, no, I'm, I'm pro Sorry to like put them down. <laughs> I'm pro, you're, yeah, you're so anti. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. <laughs> well... These were the important topics, um, but let's get on to some others, such right. as, um, I guess we could ask, what was the first thing you worked on for this particular song? Um, that's actually, uh, actually the reason this song is what's well, tentatively called, at least, Took a Walk, because uh, one day I was just so frustrated by my lack of progress with this uh, because this song is it's unreleased. It's for a new album I'm working on, and I was just kind of, kind of frustrated that I haven't hadn't made anything in a while, and I was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna go outside and just go around the block. I don't care if it's five minutes or half an hour, and then like a couple minutes in, uh, I just this kind of this rhythm just popped in my head, and I walked home immediately, and I just banged it out on my desk. Uh, and it, it turned into one of those songs where, like, you know, 10 minutes later, there was a song or something, you know? I don't know if you know that. Like, some songs you really have to work for. But this one, it just, after I had that rhythm down, it was just, there it was. Awesome. Yeah, I know I know the feeling. Sometimes it takes years. Sometimes it takes a few, like, minutes. <laughs> yeah, it feels like it just came out of nowhere or something. It reminds me of a quote by um, Tom Waits where he said something like, uh, some songs come out of the ground just like a potato, and others you have to make them out of things you found. Exactly, exactly that. Wow, yeah. Very yeah. true. <laughs> and when you say you banged it out on the desk, do you mean literally? Yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah. I just, yeah, I just, I, I needed to get it like recorded right this second, or it'd be like, or it'd just evaporate. And so I just drummed it out on the desk, and that's what's in the recording. That's awesome. Yeah, I was going to ask about some of those percussive sounds. And you had mentioned a balloon, etc. Yeah. It sounds like you guys are all about unconventional drums. Yeah, well, uh I have this like I have this thing about um where I try I just kind of feel like uh I feel weird using other people's sounds kind of. Uh it's kind of I feel kind of double about it because when other people do it, it's totally fine and sometimes I've had moments where I've heard other people's songs and actually recognized the sound that they made from like audio software or something and mm -hmm. be thrilled just that, like that sounds awesome and they use it really creatively and in a cool way but I for me I tend to feel like whenever I use somebody else's sounds or like sound packs or something I just I don't know it just kind of makes me feel a little weird or something so I I tend to it almost feels compulsive but I tend to make everything try and make everything completely from scratch from things i record um so like there was this one project i did with some some teaching some kids and and we recorded all kinds of things and then i used those to make songs and one of them was a balloon popping nice. um and like yeah dishwasher sounds to make drums uh and a, i use a lot of guitar samples and then like midi sequence them and stuff and yeah so it's a lot of awesome. found sounds. That's super cool. I think it's cool. I know what you're saying about the sampling. Like sometimes I feel that same way, but mm -hmm. you can definitely hear that you put your personal 
sounds into this whole song, and I like that a lot. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's it, I don't. It's hard to tell sometimes if you can hear or not, and sometimes I kind of feel like I'm being a little crazy for it. Like it doesn't even like sometimes it's like a lot of extra effort or something. It feels like a lot of extra effort, and I'm not even sure you could hear it. So it's kind of reassuring to hear that you can hear it. That's nice. Awesome. It, I think it's all in the details. Right. Um, do you have a favorite part of the song? Um, well, I kind of like, I mean, I kind of like the, the, the desk beat in it, uh, but maybe that's just because I know how that went, you know, where it came from. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. but also I think what, what I like about it is, um, it has this really colorful, but really simple melody where it has this like punchy sort of almost Koto like Japanese sort of these two tones um mm -hmm. like, dee, 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 like something like that uh mm -hmm. which kind of like remains constant and then at the end of the song it's like put into a different context when the chord when the chord progression like does this rising thing which i think came out like pretty well sounds pretty cool i think awesome uh what about uh the other members do you have a favorite part of this song um, no well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> it's, it's very hard. It's, it, I'm not. I'm not that familiar with this song yet. Um, mm. So I haven't heard it that much. To That's be honest, true. it's unreleased. It's, it's, okay, it's, okay. It's, 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 it's brand spanking new. And the thing is, um, Yosti writes all the stuff, and um, and when we go into the rehearsal room, then we kind of, you know, we kind of figure out how we're going to do this live. I mean, Lawrence obvi obviously does the drum stuff that's already programmed to Yost's laptop, but I have to kind of find a way and um, play uh, whatever instrument I have lying around um, on top of that. Usually the lines that I play are not in the music um, yeah. mm. on the record, so I have to kind of make something up. I mean, sometimes I play bass and then, then, then I can play the lines, but usually have to kind of improvise over that stuff so nice. and i haven't heard this song yet so um i mean i i have heard it but it, <laughs> it sounds it sounds very launchable socks i like it already so that's uh <laughs> well done yost well done you, you magnificent <laughs> you magnificent beast of a man <laughs> um well yeah maybe you guys can just say your least favorite part then no, I'm yeah. kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> well, when, when when it stopped when it stopped playing, it was my least favorite part. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. oh, that's very, a good answer. That's a very good answer. <laughs> nice save. Well done. <laughs> I've been in bands for a long time, my friends. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it is what might be interesting to to say a little something about is the the this whole process of trying to liveify these songs, right? Because yeah, they're yeah, composed entirely on uh, in software, and then yeah. um, then they're they're done and finished, and put, you put a bow around it, and then we have to figure out how to actually play them live. Yeah, it's, it's uh, kind of a nightmare. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> hmm. uh, I'm actually curious uh, how how you do that because I, um, at least in in my case, yeah, like like you said, I just uh, you know I'm I'm way too happy if I ever finish a song in any case so I'm, I'm way too preoccupied to be thinking about doing it live while I'm writing music so that that's always like a, a problem for future me and then future me uh, is always like oh, how am I gonna do this one <laughs> you know so it's yeah. always a lot of puzzling and figuring it out and I don't know is, is that the same for, for, for your process yeah it's um, 
It's funny because being a solo artist, uh, sometimes I, I'm the same way. I don't always have time to think about what it will be like live until. I think you're very trial and error. Yeah. Like sometimes you play a song and you're like, I don't never playing that again live. But <laughs> my process really has been make the song and then get on stage without ever practicing exactly. and play play drums with it and then right. hope it works out sometimes. And if it makes you feel awkward, then yeah. But I'm not really like probably the person to give advice on that. <laughs> right. But sometimes yeah. it works very well. So yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, for me, I just always have to figure out like which part uh, I, I have to loop, but um, I make it like a big thing too about uh, looping as little as possible. I think like triggering mm. as little as possible and playing live as much as possible. So I think that's yeah. a large source of my headaches. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That sounds sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. It can be actually it can be fun. Sometimes the same way with writing songs. Sometimes they come out of the ground like a potato, and sometimes I have to make them yeah. <laughs> stuff I found lying around. But it, yeah. But it's also it does make it a lot more fun to play them live because it really feels like a band and not not like a yeah. tape that you just yeah. play. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I've, I've I've done I've done some solo shows as well, just just me on stage. Um, and actually, I've been trying to figure out how to do this thing live for years, and um, uh. I used to do it like with really old songs too, and I just uh, I could never get it right, and I could never really put my finger on it. Um, and one of the reasons was just the older songs didn't work as well. But the mm. other thing is, I mean, I think about two years ago when I asked you, Fons, when we yeah. started jamming together, yeah, two and, and a half. we did our f yeah something like that, and we did our first show together, and it was just like that, like that's that was just a really large part. It was just you know not being alone on stage like making music together that's it just yeah. makes such a difference mm. yeah that like brings me to my next question which is do you guys have any like interesting tour stories from your time or concert stories <laughs> yeah concert stories like maybe something really weird or just you know funny or Where great start? could be anything <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. We love tour stories. Yeah. Um, uh, guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm. 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 I'm thinking. Oh. Uh, so we. So we participated in a sort of traveling festival here in in the Netherlands, which is called uh, the Popronde. Uh, the pop tour, I guess, would be the translation, and that yeah, would take us round. to pop round. Yeah, and it would take us to all <laughs> kinds of like weird places like some some of them would just be in a bar or in a in a theater or something where you would expect right the others would just be in the back of a coffee place and um uh, that... yeah we played in a salad bar yeah <laughs> <laughs> in the salad bar that was fun. yeah <laughs> yeah Basically. The, fun, the fun thing nice. about that is you really have to like figure out like every time you like you arrive somewhere and it's like how are we gonna do this how yeah. are we gonna yeah. make a stage here? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's like constantly like um, uh, it was really good for us because we I think we played about uh, I think it was nine shows in a, like three months or something, um, and it was always complete. We were always completely in the dark about what we were gonna find when we got to wherever we were playing, and it really forced us to to think about. Uh, 
how to set up a show and how to do our own show because most yeah. of the, like sometimes there wouldn't be even be like a PA system. There would be like no yeah. amplification at all. Yeah. And people would just be really, sometimes people are still kind of um, sort of surprised that we need it, even though every sound, almost every sound we make comes out of a laptop. Yeah. So there's a lot of that. We did a show a, a few weeks ago um, where somebody was like, where they were like, oh, we had no idea you needed a PA system because it's not explicitly stated on your writer. Oh. So every, I mean... We're an electronic what, act. What? So. What? Yeah. Yeah, but come That's on. Like, what, yeah. Band, what, what band can perform without a PA system? I mean, properly. <laughs> That's I like know, saying, um, deal with we it, didn't you know. know you needed walls for the venue. Exactly. Yeah, we need a roof too. I mean, what? Yeah. Oh, man, I remember the jokes. That was exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> that was exactly right. Yeah. I think I've been in the same scenario so many times. Yeah, several <laughs> times. <laughs> and it's kind of, yeah, and you kind of start thinking like, oh, my, did I screw up? Or, and the, you know, yeah. and you, you have to fix it right away because you still want to do the show and you, you know, and it, and it, but so at the time it's kind of stressful, but then later you talk about it. And you you figured out. It. We figured it out. Yeah. Figured it out. Nice. Uh, but Yost, I, I remember, uh, I remember another uh, uh, story. Uh, yeah, me too, actually. Play, remember when we played. Um, <laughs> Um, come on, with the festival is called uh, Tari Bush. Kuna. The first, the, the Kuna, oh, Tari yeah. Bush. The, the first time, remember? I mean, that was, that was some, that was some serious shit. We, uh, it, it was, the, the weather oh, was the nice. All, yeah, with the rain, mm. the weather was nice all weekend. And, uh, and then all of a sudden it's, it started getting worse and worse. And, and our gig was coming up and we were like, uh, can we make it? Uh, We'll try. Yeah, this was we, like in the middle of the like of the middle yeah. of a field, right? So yeah, mm, and yeah. And we basically played really under out in a, nature. Yeah, we basically played under a tarp. So, and <laughs> and and we were setting up the stage, and it was pouring rain. It was it was it was absolutely terrible. Everything was wet. I was my my um my pedal case was just like basically in in, in an inch of water, and. Now, I couldn't. Uh -huh. I was only trying to fix the fix the problems that I, you know, on hand, like trying to f find all my stuff <laughs> in the dark, and and we, I mean, it was it was pretty dangerous. Think about it. Yeah. And then and then somebody pulled the plug, and we we were all uh, the water was literally dripping from the from the lights, so we could have been yeah. electro <laughs> electrocuted there. It was, wow. it was pretty awful. <laughs> Yeah. We, we didn't yeah, see it. We just must go to play. On. <laughs> Never seen anything like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was really it was kind terrible. of. I'm. You were asking about fun tour stories, and you get in all these catastrophes. <laughs> yeah, those are the fun ones, though. Yeah, that's uh, fun to listen to. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have I have an interesting uh, Netherlands show story. Maybe. Oh really? Great. <laughs> oh, I played. Uh, it's very short. I played in The Hague. Um, oh, that's right. It was really on cool. a really. Uh, oh yeah. It's on. It was on a good tour. We had just sold out um, a place called Coco the night before in London, which is pretty big, oh, yeah. like theater. I know that. Um, and then uh, we went to The Hague with. It was my friend Giraffage and I. We played at a coffee shop, which had like a basement little <laughs> area, and we played for one to two people, and it was really fun. <laughs> but it was such a contrast from the sold out show in London, and we play. <laughs> I think it was one person 
and then eventually two people, and then oh, back wow. to one. I can't but we had a really what, fun time. When was this? I can't believe I missed that. Uh, it was like 2012, maybe. Oh, uh, well, uh, it might have been yeah. in Finland. But yeah. Pretty long time ago, but I, I had a, such a fun memory from that night. We just played super random songs, and um, we were dancing for each other <laughs> in the crowd. We had this, yeah, I know this too. We had the exact same thing. We, we played a show in Germany once, and literally one guy shows, shows up. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the night before, we had a show with like 100 people in the audience or something, or yeah. 200, or I don't know. And uh, so it was kind of a contrast, but this one guy was really enthusiastic, and he brought That's awesome. he, he bought three albums, which is more than we'd sold. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it goes to show that it it's not always the numbers that make yeah, the show. Yeah, it's important to play for the one person who does show yeah, up. Yeah, very. Yeah. Totally yeah. mind blown. Absolutely. Hopefully. Makes for great stories. Um, okay, so. <laughs> Yeah. Definitely. Very true. Thanks for sharing those. That's it's so fun to hear and super relatable. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many like shows that we go to where like I don't know, no one's looked at anything and it's just like a disaster. I don't know. Also every it seems every European festival that does take place It's always raining. In the cold. dirt. It's always raining. <laughs> <laughs> like and it's like it's like a different type of cold. It's like cold to the bone. Like I don't yeah. know. It's just very consistent. Um, so I'm not sure what you call like high school over there, but I want to ask what your favorite band in high school or um, when you were younger was. Right. Um, well, a lot of different different stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my, one of my favorite bands. Can be a few bands, or whatever. Well, one of my favorite bands uh, and still is, is Incubus. I mean, they still nice. fucking rock, man. Yeah, nice. uh, I used to. I think one of the first bands I really got into uh, is uh, Silverchair. I don't know if you guys know them. Uh, the yeah. Australian band. I do. Yeah. Uh, I've kind of been rediscovering them lately too. I mean, uh, Neon Barum is just a really phenomenal oh, album. Yeah. Yes. Um, and but I also listened to like a lot of uh, pop punk back in the day. Like, got really into Blink One Eighty Two. Nice. Um, some like smaller, like slightly smaller bands as well too, like Rufio and stuff. Um, no effects, man. I, no, I listen to a lot of No Effects yeah. also back Started in the day. Yeah. I know Rufio. That's awesome. That's like a memory I didn't know I had. Oh wow, yeah. You can go and revisit now. Now, yeah. Yeah. Still yeah. good. I mean, I don't know if they're still together, but like their music's still still good. Yeah. yeah. And like from there, I moved on to like. A bit more of the like, uh, like the heavier stuff. Sometimes, like uh, I got really into the Fall of Troy for a long time. I don't know if you. Wow. Know okay, so <laughs> that was my favorite, one of my favorite bands in high school as well. Um, I saw a bunch of their concerts actually. Fall of Troy. And yeah. Oh wow! So lucky. That's so Sick. funny. <laughs> That's cool. Do you know the band also Terra Mellos at all? Oh yeah, I love yeah. them. Yeah. Okay. I actually this saw is them live funny. too. Uh, <laughs> In the Groningen, where I used to live, in this really small uh, venue that uh, I think one of our friends booked them. It was really, really awesome. Really small, intimate show. Where so was that? Good. That's so, yeah, so awesome. Uh, uh, at uh, Lapel uh, Concerts. Ah. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, it, it sounds like we listen to a lot of the same bands at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it does, yeah. Good taste. <laughs> and uh, Lawrence? 
Yeah, well, you know, we grew up together, so we listened to a lot of the same stuff when we were growing up. Mm -hmm. I remember finding a, uh, an old NoFX CD somewhere. I'm not even sure where I found it, but I, I found it and I popped it in a, in a CD player, and it was like, wow, what, what is this? And I must have been, I think, 14 or so. Yeah, those yeah. who must have been 11, I think. Yeah. And that was the first music that I listened to. And I think we listened to it together. It was totally mind blowing. Yeah. And that I have and to uh, I have to credit uh, Lawrence a lot here uh, with because uh, he's three years older. We're, we're born on the same day, mm. but he's three years older than I am. Wow. That is so yeah. weird. When's your That's birthday? Cool. <laughs> uh, September thirteenth. September thirteenth. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, when I was like, uh, yeah, around that time when I was like eleven, you were fourteen. Um, it was yeah. It was it was Lyles who started to like listen to like bands and stuff, and got, kind of got me into it as well. And then uh, our dad uh, dug up an old guitar with like three strings on it somewhere, and Lyles <laughs> started to actually be able to like started to play it with it and like be able to do stuff. And I was like, it was like magic to me. Like I didn't like it was such a strange like magical skill that he had, and like I didn't think it would ever be possible to replicate it but yeah he kind of got me into it and like taught me it to play and i think that like that's the reason i still like make music today eventually you know that's oh. awesome yeah so so he's the older brother i uh i think that i listen to all the same music as my older brother and yeah he also was playing drums and stuff before i was so i i, I have a similar story i think i was yeah. so interested in imitating my brother Right. And um, that's what, you know, pushed me to play music. Yeah, we're like the same yeah. person musically. <laughs> that's awesome. I can definitely relate. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, we would use yeah, we used to listen to this pop punk so much like No Effects and MXPX and yeah, uh, Rufio and all that stuff because it was easy to play. That was nice. Yeah. Cuz we had this yeah. old acoustic guitar that was falling apart and we were just <laughs> playing the bass notes, you know. <laughs> yeah i remember i remember like downloading tabs way back uh when that still took like yeah, a yeah. while and uh <laughs> like it would say it would say like uh this song is tuned in drop d and i was just like i don't know what it means so i'm just gonna ignore it <laughs> and i would just <laughs> play it and unaware that anything sounded off <laughs> that's, that's awesome. how it started i uh, remember the good old days yeah <laughs> aren't they fun Okay, in line with that, what were your first concerts? I th I think Ooh. I think Silverchair was one of my the first concerts I went to. Nice. Oof. Was in uh, in Amsterdam and I I, oh, yeah, I actually crouch surfed. It was really awesome. <laughs> nice. Oh, nice. Nice. Those were the days crowd surfing. I haven't done that in a while. I've never done that, and I never will. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. It is. I can I can recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> I did what it about, for the first um, time at a no effect show. Nice. So what about moshing? Uh, do you guys do that too? <laughs> uh, I used to I do did. that. I, I I used to I used to mosh like a like a pro. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. My my uh, yeah. one of my first concerts. Uh, I think my first concert was 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 basically a festival, one day festival, and uh, I saw Deftones there, and they nice. uh, <laughs> they were horrible. Because uh, Chino had been 
Chinel had been chased by the security um, uh, guards backstage. They thought he was a fan, oh. um, and uh, they tackled him. They, they, they tackled him. They beat him up, and uh, so he was oh. he was very pissed, and he got very pissed because yeah. he was so drunk. You heard the story? I don't think so. <laughs> Uh, it was ab- it was absolutely <laughs> terrible. It was um, yeah. He uh, he came on stage. He had to be carried by two two guys, and uh, somewhere oh. somewhere <laughs> along the con, somewhere he, he he pulled down his pants and put his um his you know his his his, his family jewels, be, be between his legs, and he he shouted something like um um wow. Well, I don't remember. <laughs> it's absolutely terrible. <laughs> Yeah. Sounds like a train wreck. Yeah, it was sounds um, in, like infamous. I've I've yeah. never yeah I've, I've never listened to more Deftones in my life, and the weeks <laughs> after that it was yeah it was even, because it was so bad I had to, I had to check if they were really good. <laughs> wow. Right. Yeah. Well, and I I used to play in like um a pretty like heavy band. Uh, up until in a few years ago, well, I, I, I say a few years ago. I think it was 2012 when we stopped playing music. But um, yeah, uh, we played like pretty, uh, like uh, I, I don't really like genres is always really hard. But um, yeah. like um, not it wasn't metal, but like hardcore um, stuff. Like some we tried to weave all kinds of stuff, like a little bit of technical stuff in there, some jazz even maybe you know. So uh, so we did a lot of moshing there um to all the bands that we would like play with we did we uh, one of my proudest moments i think is when we opened up for protest the hero we just randomly got asked to do that and then that was like one of our favorite bands so that was a lot of fun and did a lot of moshing there amazing what uh can i ask what the band was called and maybe drop a little sample here uh yeah absolutely yeah, i was called june and december <laughs> Uh, what instrument did you play in this band? Uh, guitar. Okay, awesome. Cool. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, we, we played for like six and a half years. We did a, a bunch of shows, and it was just you know it was just a party. It was a lot of fun. We you know like getting on stage with your friends. But as you probably know, it's just one of the best things yeah, you can do. Nothing better. That's absolutely the best. That's awesome because I feel like. So yeah, the new the song we listened to this week has a big contrast, I think, from the sound, the hardcore sound. But I think <laughs> yeah. I have a similar connection with playing in heavier bands as well. So I feel like you know, there's something to be said about that with the the calm and emotional versus the, I guess, heavy and emotional. <laughs> right. But yeah, that's awesome. I guess uh, did I think someone else maybe had not mentioned their first concert. I'm curious. Yeah. Um, I'm, I, I'm not sure. I think uh, I did see the Deftones pretty early on. I think uh, it was the first show in the Amsterdam Music Hall uh, when it, oh, just nice. when it opened. Uh, it was really awesome and really loud. I remember not being able to hear <laughs> clearly for like three days after. Uh, I hadn't really awesome. quite calibrated the, <laughs> the acoustics of the, of the hall yet very well. Um, and yeah, a bunch of punk shows. I was in a punk band when I was, uh, younger. Really, so really I went cool to... punk band. <laughs> Thanks. So what is one thing that all of you been 
that all of you have been really into recently. And it doesn't have to be music. It can just be like anything. All of us like together or like... Separate. No, separately <laughs> or together. I don't know. Maybe Yost's, Yost's uh, cocktails are pretty, pretty <laughs> darn amazing. Yeah, they're spot on. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I have what been getting into uh, like just, oh. just making cocktails like classic cocktails. Um, and a while ago, before all this nasty virus business uh, happened, um, I feel that's important to say because don't go to parties, guys, right now when this virus thing yes, is going on. Uh, but we Very had a party, true. and uh, 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 at, at uh, actually at Lauren's house, who lives in like a really huge. Um, uh, I don't know if you guys know uh, what uh, anti squatting is like uh, when you have like a building that's empty, and then they mm -hmm. temporarily let people live there, so. Uh, people won't squat in it. Uh, oh, so Lounge lives in like a huge building, used to be an office building. Uh, and we had a party right? there. Yeah, yeah it used, used to be the headquarters of the, of the largest bank. Yeah. Wow. And so we had a party there and we just built like an entire bar, like a, like a tiki bar and stuff. And um, uh, my <laughs> girlfriend and I just made cocktails all night long for everyone. It was a lot of fun. Wow, that sounds crazy. Which yeah. one's your favorite to make or to drink? Um, Tom, Tom Collins. <laughs> maybe Tom Collins. Yeah, they're they're really good. Oh, or maybe like I like the fashioned. Mm. I like Daquiri. the decory. There are there are a lot of good ones. <laughs> nice. I couldn't see straight for three days after. <laughs> I'm so I'm so sorry I missed that party, guys. Ah. Oh. Yeah, but there yeah. will be next one, a post-apocalyptic party. Yeah. After yeah. this is over, I was yeah. I was having a gig. I was having a gig with <laughs> with one of my bands, so I, I couldn't make it. What about the, uh, the other? What's yeah, something so you guys have been into? I got really into baking bread lately. Um, I nice. found out how to make sourdough bread. Um, nice. And I'm doing that a lot right now. I'm really trying to figure out how. Uh, how like the, the magic behind it. And yeah, sending us pictures, making friends. us hungry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just find That's it such awesome. a magical thing. Like it, you you create everything yourself. There's nothing goes into it except for water and flour. And it, and you put it in the oven and out comes this magnificent loaf of bread. It's just really like that. And you're one of those That's guys now. That's a good skill huh? to have. Yeah, I'm afraid so. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, um, I uh, I recently got a Spotify Premium account, so I'm gonna have to, you know, at least say something about that because it's so amazing. I've been discovering so much, so much, so so much great music. Uh, I've been getting into yeah. the black Black Pumas and uh, some old school Bill Withers. It's always just fucking super great. Nice. And a Dutch band. There's called, a lot of music on there. Yeah, 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 and I'm, I'm only just now starting to discover the possibilities. So I'm, I'm like addicted to you know the app right now. I'm, I'm just I, I search everything. I, I take in every suggestion that the the app gives me and and that friends give me. So yeah, it's it's been great. <laughs> it's been absolutely nice. great. Yeah, that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um, well. I want to say one more time that we really loved your song this week and 
it was so good to have you guys on here. Thank um, you so much. All the way from the Netherlands. Um, I wanted to ask if there's one thing that you'd like to plug um, in addition to this song. Any of, uh, all of you guys? Yeah, all of you. <laughs> um, well, uh, like I st- I don't really have a lot to plug right now. I'm not playing any shows, you know. Um, but I am working on the new album, which this song is going to be on. So, uh, and yeah, you guys have uh, like a premiere. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, there's exclusive. One other, there's one, yeah, like very exclusive. <laughs> there's uh, one <laughs> other song from the from the new album that's out in my SoundCloud right now. But other, other than that, it's all private in my hard drive. Uh, I, I It's not finished yet, so I don't know when it's going to be out. Um, so it's kind of a, a hard plug maybe, but um, you could follow me on Spotify and you'll know when it's out. Also, the album that's already out is pretty great, so listen yeah, to that. Right. <laughs> you can listen to that too, yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, um, how about the last song with the, uh, uh, what's his face? The harmonica, man. Oh, talk. Uh, right. Yeah, that's, yeah, on the on the last album, uh, uh, on the, yeah, the previous album we put out, um, uh, the, the album's called Quiet Magic, um, and there's one, uh, the, the last, uh, it's not the last track, but the second to last track. Um, uh, I, ha- I asked a friend, uh, he's, his name is uh, Tolak uh, Olestad. Uh, he's actually American, even though the name might suggest otherwise. And he's like one of the best uh, harmonica players in the world. And wow. he was cool enough to play on that track for me. And it sounds amazing. Yeah, um, that's awesome. It's really cool. He actually, I actually found out what, uh, when I uh, asked him for it, I uh, actually found out that he had just done the... Uh, harmonica solo on the new m83 album which was just blew my mind wow nice so So, wow really proud about that one yeah good feature yeah it was a good feature for sure yeah and a great song too yeah so shout out to to talak it's uh he really really made that song yeah (laughs) great guy talak is absolutely great yeah great guy (laughs) awesome cool well, we will keep our listeners in the loop on your new album. And thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for being on here. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for having for us. It's really us. been an honor. Awesome. It was so fun to talk to Launchable Socks all the way from the Netherlands. Thank you, Woes, Lawrence, and Fonz for joining us. But yeah. Thank you guys for talking to us. And I hope we're all we're saying all your names right. I think, hopefully. Yeah. (laughs) And, yeah, once again, we were talking about Lunchables a lot, but you should try some if you you can find them. And if not? (laughs) But this song was really fun to listen to, and I've been, like, listening to it on repeat. But let's talk about it. Okay, so let's go into the time, the playlisted segment, where we sandwich the song in between two other songs that we think that this song would work well with so you take one song put the song from this week yeah and then you top it off with another song okay cool do you want to go first sure so my first song would be by lulatone and it is falling asleep with a book on your chest and it sounds like this Nice. Then we'd have the Launchable Stock song. And then we would 
or I would finish my playlist with a song by Detective Byron. And the song is called something that I'm a little bit nervous to say because I don't know how to pronounce it, but I think it's called Natopet or Natopet. I don't know. <laughs> and that sounds like this Natopet. What about um, you? Those are good. Uh, I think, so my first song would be by the Icelandic band Moom. It would be, I can't feel my hand anymore. It's all right. Sleep still. And it sounds like this. Then I would put, took a walk. And then I would put from Minecraft Subwoofer Lullaby by C418, which sounds like this. And yeah, that is such a good song. And you know, some people don't know that Minecraft has like some, such good music in it. Legitimately, like I'll play it for our like meditation playlist. It's true. <laughs> so yeah, awesome. I like this playlist that we have going to this week. Me I think we too. definitely need to make a Spotify playlist with all of our songs that we featured and then all the songs we chose just so people That's can listen. That's a good idea. I like that idea. Let's do that. Okay, so next we have a little thing I like to call Hashtag mood. And you know what this is. This is where we talk about a scenario where this song would be the perfect soundtrack to you. And it doesn't have to be like a real scenario. It could be like, you know. Has to be real. Has to be happening right now. True. And if it's not, then it's a lie. I imagine myself sitting at a little desk with one microphone and coffee and water. And like the desk, the table, I guess. And is, a little candle. It's just um, a stand of some sort. What is it? Keyboard stand. Keyboard and a stand with a slab, slab of, of marble. Which we like to travel with for some reason. So, yes. I like to use it as my show stand or whatever you call it, table. <laughs> okay, for real though. You want to go first? How right. about you go first? Okay, so honestly, for this one, my hashtag mood is that I'm, I, I guess it's me. I'm sitting on an iceberg. And Ooh. it's cracking, but I'm on one piece and it starts drifting away. But um, I'm all bundled up in my puffy jacket and stuff like that. That is so calming. <laughs> I'm just like floating away and looking up at the stars. And that's the end. <laughs> that is like, um, like a meditation waiting to happen. Yeah. I like that. Mine is kind of similar in a weird way. So when I was a kid, I don't know what these books or things were, but they were like, I love them. They were like these drawings of fairies, and I feel like they were like mm -hmm. attached to books or something. But if I were one of the fairies in the drawings, which I honestly wanted to be growing up, and like I was in a bubble, but like it was all like pink and blue, and I'm just like floating in my bubble, my floating bubble of calm through life and just like... I don't know, like ricocheting off of other bubbles and just like 
I'm like all little inside the bubble, like a thumbelina sized person. And that's how I feel like this song is. Yeah. That's nice. No, it's such a good lullaby type of song, but also has like so many different electronic elements. It's awesome. Yes. I want to like put this in my meditation chill playlist. Yeah. Awesome. Well, those have been our segments. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, check out this song. It's out now. Launchable Socks. I'm going to put it in the show notes on our website, which is uh, slowmagic.cool slash podcast. So check that out. Go listen to it. And and while you're there, if you have a song to submit, please submit it to us. True. Definitely submit your song. We'll take any genre, any style. I guess those are the same thing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, submit there. And we will listen. Yes. So another thing that you could submit to, if you're part of our Patreon, on our Discord, you could submit a question for us to answer on the podcast, which I think is what we should be doing right now. Awesome. Let's answer something. So this one is from Batty. We actually shouted out earlier, and she, well, she asked everybody, but she wants to know what kind of teens we were. Hmm. Okay. So I'm going to let you start. Um, this is a like, good question. I have to think. Okay, so it's hard for me because I'm anonymous, but I'll try not to give away too much. Um, um, I had like this this black um, hoodie that had all these patches and like those metal studs that I put on there. I actually just copied my brother because I wanted to be like a punk, <laughs> kind of like scene, I guess. And I put like little cartoon patches too because I was like, into the Simpsons mm -hmm. and all that. So I don't know. I think I was like uh, very trying to be emo and punk and scene and indie and all that <laughs> at the same time. Mm -hmm. But beyond that, I listened to a lot of like punk, screamo, weird music, I guess I would say. And I went to a ton of shows. I would only buy band t-shirts at shows. I thought if you bought them at Hot Topic, that was... Phony. So I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I had so many like obscure band t shirts that I still have that I love to look at because they're small. <laughs> but Aww. it's a nice collection for someday. Like when I turn small again, like tiny. Yeah, like no, the little boy. <laughs> for for children to come, maybe, you know, like Yeah. I don't know. Basically that's what I was. As a t shirt wearing teen. Nice. I feel band. like a lot of teens will relate to that. Band t-shirts only, though. <laughs> but not from Hot Topic. Never. Like that. I like that. I like that you had like a, like you were like, had a hard cutoff point. You're like, I you also cool I, up until the Hot Topic. I also like always like had the X's on my hands, you know, from going to a bar or a show mm -hmm. and being a minor. And I always felt cool at school where nobody talked to me. <laughs> Wait, so you didn't go to the bathroom and wash them off as soon as you got in? No, I didn't do any of that underage drinking. I didn't do it either. Oh. <laughs> it was more like um, to be rebellious. Well, I also was in band class and marching band, jazz band. So, I mean, I wasn't like the cool kid, but I had a lot of cool friends in band. And yeah, I hated high school. <laughs> nice. I like that. What so, about you? So I went to a small private school. And my graduating class had 14 kids, so I guess everybody was kind of like a character. And really close? No, we were not close. Like, we all hated each other. Tighten it. <laughs> we were like 
so loosely knit. If you if it were like a pair, if it were a sweater, like you would be so cold from the wind. But what about you? Okay, so I was like the artsy kid, I guess. And I was like, I went to Paris to study art when I was like 17. And I guess it's like a kid. You know what? I'm going to tell a little anecdote cool. from when I was younger. It's hard to wrap it all in up. In kindergarten, yeah. So when I was in kindergarten, I got kicked out of brownies, which is like pre-Girl Scouts, because I didn't want to wear like the itchy, scratchy, ugly brown vest. And I'm, I also got kicked out because I got bored and I would wander outside and build fairy houses. Okay. So I feel like if you think about it, like... That is kind of me still, and that was, like, kind of like me in high school. Like, I was always, like, doing weird things, and I never wanted to wear, like, what everyone else was wearing, and, like, I don't know. I just was always outside building fairy houses. Okay, so that's what you're, like, in, as a teen, too. Yeah. Yeah, I was just, like, always, like, wanting to go outside and just, like, do weird artsy things. I was, like, the artsy kid. I don't know. Nice. Taking pictures and stuff. That's awesome. And music-wise, I don't know. I liked like a lot of like French things. I think you did too though. Yeah. Uh, I also wanted to add that I was like, I would be in, make bands with my friends and play drums in the bands most of the time. And I also, I forgot the other one. <laughs> Wait, can I, can I ask you a question? I thought about this like literally like 30 minutes ago. Oh yeah, the other thing. Okay, yeah, go, go ahead. On. No, you go first, you go first. <laughs> well, I'd, I would make like little movies and videos. Oh, me too, me too, me too. Yeah, and like, uh, Made some funny videos for school and all that. So yeah, what what are you, what's yours? Okay, so like thirty minutes ago, I was just randomly thinking like, what was the song from one of your like high or like bands from when you were in high school? Like, do you have any funny song titles? Oh, from mine. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I was in a band with two of my friends. I'm not gonna give too much details because I'm wearing a mask, all that. But I don't think you can find these online. But our I didn't name them all. I think some of them we got from like a comic book manga or whatever that was laying around. But our band was called Ninja Rick. I don't remember Ninja Record or something. And that was the song or the band. The songs were called "All I Ever Wanted to Do Was Build Plastic Models." Um, one was called "How About a Little Vacation Time, Gramps," and then one was called "I Don't Have a Lot of Time to Talk, But Let Me Tell You This." Nice. Those are all very long <laughs> titles. Yeah, those are very, like, I don't know. Those are the weirdest ones I can think of. Nice. But, okay, so <laughs> this is a long episode where I'm glad because I like to talk, and I hope you like to listen. But Me too. That's what we were like as teens. And Shout out to all of our patrons. And, and thanks for asking, Batty. And My voice sounds so crazy today. If, I don't know. If you guys want to ask us a question, <laughs> guys, it's so late at night. We've been, like, we've been, uh. Late. It's late. So, <laughs> <laughs> And honestly, you're very fidgety right now. I'm a fidget spinner. Yeah. But no, if you want to join our cool club, you can join us on patreon.com slash slow magic and become an imaginary friend officially and legally and join us on Discord. We've been hanging out a lot there, talking and doing voice chats and video, uh, not video chat, but like we did some games where you stream and it's been really fun, and we've been giving advice, doing producer talk, all that. There's so much to talk about, but the most important thing is that you can become our best friends, so go there and do it. 
And also, thank you to all the people who are part of our Patreon right now. We really appreciate you in these hard times, so thank you. It really means so much to us, you guys supporting us there and like having this deep connection together. It's been so amazing. So enough about that. If you like this podcast, which you technically do because you're listening to it and it's the end, please go and comment, wait, review, (laughs) subscribe, and listen to our other episodes if you haven't. And tell someone you know about this podcast if you know anyone that likes music. Or podcasts. Or both. Yeah, especially both. Um, Especially them. They would like this. So give them a call. Yeah. Here, we'll wait right now. You can pick up your phone. Maybe you're listening to this on your phone. Just swipe it to the side. Dial... uh, Your friend. 8222, whatever the rest. So, yeah, we'll we'll leave you at that. I mean, maybe we'll play some hold music here. I don't know how phones work. Yeah, so... We had so much fun this week. Thanks for coming to our podcast. (laughs) And we'll see you next week. We'll see you. Yeah, let's just pretend everyone came over. Yeah, thanks for coming over. Well, we we it's kind of late, so we gotta go to bed. So please, just enjoy your night. Um, have a safe travel home. Bye bye. Bye.